0: okay want to start a podcast (laughs) well uh, absolutely well honestly I think you should tell me what are some of your first music memories okay
1: um in my house there was a lot of um a lot of musicals, a lot of movie soundtracks, which was a great way for me to find out about new to me songs or um artists, especially if it was if they're older uh, if a if an older song got added to the soundtrack. There's also, there was Willie Nelson, Don Williams, a lot of 60s era rock and roll, um, British Invasion, Beatles, a whole lot of Beatles. And uh, then um, my best friend growing up lived next door. And I spent a lot of time with her family and they listened to a lot of Camp and buffett and jethro Tull, so that introduced me to that type of music they also played for me for the first time tom petty and the heartbreakers so um, they are still my favorite band and will be till the day i die so um, then in high school I am counting crows. I can remember was on heavy uh, rotation on MTV, and then they came out with what I consider to be one of the best sophomore albums. Listened to a lot of that in high school. Um, uh, Some friends introduced me to Bare Naked Ladies, and. As a grown-up, I haven't veered too far away from that, except for in being more and more interested and more and more able to see regional acts, regional music has been a huge interest of mine, um, especially in the last year and a half or so. And um, I've been I found that live music is something that I feel like I always want to do. And I. Um, what been, was your first concert? My first concert was Billy Joel. Ah, that's a good
0: one. <laughs> when I was
1: in fifth grade. When I was ah, in fifth grade. Good. So, yeah. What about yours? My first
2: concert was that I recognized was a concert. Um, Ashland used to have a regatta on the river. Billy Ray, I remember making a sign and going down there. I had to be in fourth or fifth grade, but I went to Billy Ray's high school, like school system. Yeah. So it was also like the first thought of like, just not even a thought, but just like musicians are in your community. Like it wasn't, look out. Uh, and then the first official concert, for some reason, my mom took us. It's like the only concert I even remember her even being interested in or going to she loves Steve Tyler she took us to Aerosmith and Huntington um and those are my first two concerts I have very distinct music uh, memories um so we I lived in Lexington until like third grade and then we moved back where my mom's and dad's family's from all south on 23 down to Whitesburg Um, um But when she married my stepdad, it was like music entered the scene because they, every weekend, drank on the Little Sandy River and karaoke And it was all George Jones, Loretta Lynn. Like, that was the first time. And I just loved it. They were driving, you know, when you're young, you're just dancing around with them. You have no idea what's going on. And um, so that kind of classic country, it was just like a lifestyle for sure. It was that's what you did on the weekend. You karaokeed and sang those sad songs, and then um, that's a memory. My next memory that like changed my life was in middle school. We had this course that it was you did like drafting. Um, you had a radio show, and there were like two other um, two other like projects you did. And Frank McCoy was my partner. Um, and we had to do a radio show and I can't even remember anything that I chose for my music, but I distinctly remember him saying, have you ever listened to CCR? And I had no idea. And when I heard it, I loved it. I love that he introduced me to that. And then, um, in high school, I always tried to catch a ride with my sister's older friends or, you know, I had to walk. And I remember Matt Kaiser, it's like one of the times I felt really stupid. Um, And, you know, I was raised Pentecostal. So it's like music was, I think that's like, I didn't realize at the time that that was like the main influence in music and like live music. It's basically a concert every time you go to church, uh, dancing and running around and being loud and just moving about um and I was riding in the back and we were probably like four or five of us in the back like trying to squeeze in and they played Uncle John's band by the Grateful Dead and I said oh god I was so naive I was like that's church music and he said (laughs) it's the Grateful Dead (laughs) Matt Kaiser and I just felt so stupid because it was like older people I was like young one back there and I was like that sounds like church music and it was just the harmonies like I had no idea that was the First time I heard of the Grateful Dead. And then really the next memory was college. It was out in Tucson that really put the trajectory of like the music I still listen to today is I had an archeology span class and my teacher um, was in a string band and there was like a tub bass. Like it really was like a string band and it was familiar to me. But I didn't know anyone who played that music back home. Like it just, it like really, like I loved that professor. I bought their CD. I like, if they played out in the community, I'd go watch, but it was also just like an awakening in my own life. You know, when you move away and you're in another element, especially like in the Southwest desert and you start to decipher what you love and what you hate about where you come from and the music I loved, I, I loved it, and then, so, since, like, him really introducing me to music from my region, um, I kind of just, from there, explored it as much as possible, Um, but when I was thinking about music memories, those are very distinct, like, life-changing experiences from just someone introducing music, and that's, like, the great thing about music it's like a very intimate thing that we even have memories when we first heard or first saw someone like
1: i laugh at myself <laughs> like you're so yeah. naive <laughs> no i've i've been thinking about that and um you know and, and how to talk about this this kind of thing and how music is intimate and how what it means to me. And I feel like I can't answer that question. Um I mean, of course, you know, we love it so much, but it and I can say it's a part of me, but it's really a part of it. everybody if you think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, look at a a baby. A baby doesn't know mm-hmm. they're supposed to dance when they hear a song. Mm-hmm. And but there they are moving moving to music it's it's innate it's inherent and and you know it's funny we don't we don't ask do you listen to music when you meet a new person or you're talking to to somebody you ask what type of music they're into so it's yeah and it's you know i feel like i can wax poetic about it for days but really I feel like the only way I could convey the way I feel about music is to write a song which you can't do (laughs) so yes you can (laughs) I mean (laughs) I I could (laughs) I might be the only one who wants to hear it but um but yeah uh you know i just i have to stick with a mess of words that that don't do it justice and i think i think people who enjoy live music are typically who really in, enjoy the music and i mean i love the social part of it too i mean that's how we met yeah.
0: um
1: so that's really important but i think the people who really love to experience it um are people with open hearts
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's it it can be it can be quite the experience
0: mm-hmm. for
1: sure yeah so we met at I figure we could talk about how we met um we met at a Rob Linus show on on Mother's Day recently this, the this past month, yeah at the borough. at the borough. and so that that's so cool that that brought us together and um you know has has facilitated our friendship and mm-hmm. um been a big part of why we started this what are you listening to these days
2: <laughs> oh my problem is that I listen to the same thing over and over. I like drive <laughs> everyone around me crazy. But yeah. then, you know, everyone else starts singing because they've heard it so much. Um, yeah, I've been studying, probably going on in two years, but I steadily listened to John R. Miller, Arlo McKinley, Bella White, Tony Bradshaw, those have been really the strong four that I like go to. Um, and then we then a lot of local bands. We see a lot of shows. Yeah. So we're listening all the time outside of just at home.
0: Um yeah, what about you?
1: Um, well, you know, Petty's always gonna make my playlist, but another artist that it seems like's on every Um, playlist I have is Stevie Nicks, Mm -hmm. I think just as a, a a woman who, I, I, I feel like she touches so many, the, the want or need to feel free for a woman to feel free. Mm -hmm. She, uh, she's kind of our, I feel like she's our fearless leader for that kind of thing. Um. I uh you know, Ward Hayden and the Outliers a year and a half ago I saw at Thursday Night Live and and they've been I think at the end of twenty twenty two when you can do the list of uh you know who you played the most, it was uh definitely them. And that still continues. Um local honeys.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, You know i i liked them before i you know i'd heard of them a little bit and then started listening and then they played i saw them for the first time at real bird and it was my favorite thing about real bird it was it was crazy and then we saw them not long ago with an all chick string band Mm -hmm. and just the it just shows their how good their music is and their talent when you can I mean they killed it at I mean oh, I think just... about
2: them um and Bella White similarly it's like someone's ancestors are speaking through them when they oh, sing Oh for sure you
1: for sure. Feel
2: it very deeply.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. the vocal
2: the, the vocals
1: yeah um
2: and it's not just because they're singing like about regional issues, it's their vocals. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah,
2: Are beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and the way they they blend is in, incredible. And they, you know, they went hard at Real Bird. Mm-hmm. You know, plugged in. Yeah, and then and then you know the fact that they can go to the burl and do something uh more toned down just blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um. Then and then and and
2: wade so they were my two
1: yeah yeah rail yeah. for sure yeah they were. yeah definitely definitely and then i guess if we're doing four um well, i slid petty in there too but um willie carlisle yeah never listened to him until uh we saw a show with the borough and um my cousin actually you know, had seen him and, and said, it's an experience. And I didn't really, you just don't get what, I, I don't think it can be described his, his mm-hmm. show. It's yeah. so much more than just a, you know, a live music show. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Brian, So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more than, more than a uh I wanted to kind of an embarrassing amount um in public. But yeah, uh, the authenticity
2: yeah. that comes from his show. And even the way he talked about I mean he criticized folk music, folk festivals. Mm-hmm. He was so authentic and thoughtful and intentional. He's I want to see him again.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I see myself going to many more of his shows
0: mm-hmm.
1: it really was an experience and yeah something i will not soon forget for certain what's next
0: hey I okay to I want one. to start a podcast
1: <laughs> well law
0: absolutely yes
1: well wellness i'm a nurse
0: law you're an attorney.
2: It works. We, yeah. Well, all the podcast.
0: I
1: love it. Well, law the podcast. Perfect.
2: I'm excited for this
1: journey. Me too. Definitely. I'm excited to bring the perspective to it that um, people may not have
0: thought about or or valued. So it'd be really cool. Yeah. Cheers. I've got tea. You got anything over there? I got some water.